is where the fun begins. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Sift Talk. Today we have back on the show Tiara from the Crafting on Ilum Instagram. How are you doing today, Tiara? I'm good. I'm excited. <laughs> yes. All right. So tell us a little bit about your Instagram, your Shopify page, and yeah. what kind of stuff you do there. Yeah, so my Instagram page is a wild ride. If you take a look at it, there's several like things of content. We got memes of Star Wars. We got my shop where I make my designs and then I do cosplay. Um, so you can get a little cosplay inspo from there too. My Shopify link is directly on my Instagram bio. And hey, you cop that Darth Maul shirt. Yeah, yes. shirts like these. I got my yep. Thrawn one, still working on the design for that one. You got yours. Um, there's always a 20% off discount account for your first purchase and that is somewhere in my uh instagram account you can find that post to put that code in um but yeah that's that's what my shop is nice so speaking of her shop i did just order something and it did just <gasps> come today dang so we're gonna uh we're gonna open this right now <laughs> the timing the what i know the heck? it literally got delivered today <laughs> so that's cool do you have this one yet the, your newest mm -hmm. No, I haven't purchased it yet. Ooh. I have to get all the thank you cards out too. But ooh, I got this before you. <laughs> so, hey, look at that! Oh, I it love looks it. so good. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that looks so dope. And it's the a soft style one. too, so that way it's like really comfy, it, you know. It is. It is. Yeah. But yep. So this bad boy today, super dope. The minute you put it up, I had to buy it. I had to. Instantly. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really want to start doing more like Anakin. I think I have maybe like two designs. So I want to do more of him because he is, he's such a great character. So. Oh yeah. Everybody loves Anakin. So yeah. for you guys watching on YouTube, I'll put the link to her Instagram and her Shopify down in the description, but I have her uh, page up here right now. So sweet. A lot of cool stuff here. Where is uh oh yeah, there's the Anakin shirt right there. Mm -hmm. Um, and then did the other one come out that you were just promoting the World Between Worlds shirt? World Between Worlds is on there, it should be published, yeah. Is it titled World Between Worlds? Oh gosh, let me check, let me check. Hold up. It's a good question. That's a thank <laughs> you card. <laughs> um yeah, I got both of these mall shirts and that sticker. Yeah, you sticker, the sticker is so much fun. <laughs> I think you need to do some more mall stuff too. I want to do some shin stuff too. Oh, please, right? please. oh, there it is. There it is. Um, Portal of Wolves. That's what it's called. Oh, yes, yeah, yes. So, this is so. Oh, look at the Ahsoka orange. So, oh, sand. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's really, really dope. The whole world Portal between worlds. worlds. Yeah, and you design all this stuff, right? I do, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, like you have the Hayden edit, and that's just edited like onto yeah. the shirt. But like, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. So yeah, guys, definitely go check her out. A lot of good stuff in here. I still want to get this man, the Roger Roger. <gasps> oh, things are Roger Roger, yeah. But that uh, see, ah, the mustard is ah, it's always sold out. <laughs> I can oh. trade and find like a different vendor. Um, I didn't notice that the mustard one was sold out, so I can try and find a different vendor to get that same color. Um, oh yeah. So I'll look. take a look at that and I'll let you know. Yeah, let me know for sure. So, for everyone that comes back on for the second time, there's a different set of questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So the first one is, who got you into Star Wars? 
Mm, that's my dad. My dad was a really, really big Star Wars fan. He had like, and my uncle too on my mom's side, but they had like their shrine, you know, of Star Wars yeah. things. He had like the old sabers, like they're not, I don't know if they're glass, but it's not like the NeoPixels that are out yeah. now, but like when they first started releasing like actual lightsabers, he had uh -huh. those. Um, nice. So yeah, my dad, he took me out of school to go watch episode three in theaters when it came out. It was like seven or eight. <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah. So the next question is, what is your dream Star Wars project? If you could have anything made, any movie, any show, any video game, any book, what would you want? Okay, I don't know if this is considered it, but I would really like for the prequels to be released with like the the stuff that was cut out, like a, like a oh. full, you know, like episode three, everything that was cut out. I want to see all of it. Episode two, oh. when they go to Padme's home, I want to see that. Like the director's cut, because supposedly yeah. there's a four-hour cut of Revenge of the Sith. Like allegedly, yeah. Yeah. I would I would sell my soul to watch that. Like what? Yeah, that's something that I want to see. Besides that, I don't know if that because it's not new, you know. But other than that, I kind probably want to see like post episode six, like focusing on Luke, Leia, and Han, like what they're doing. But yeah, those are my two. Nice, nice, good choices. <laughs> um, so the last question is what character do you want either to come back or just to see more of? Justice for Qui-Gon. Oh, <laughs> Qui-Gon. That's a good um, one. Yeah, I mean, I I've obviously am super psyched that Ahsoka is now out. You know, we're getting a lot more follow-up. It's post like rebels and we're getting more follow-up on ahsoka and i'm very i'm very satisfied with what we're getting thus far oh from yeah um but maybe some qui-gon stuff i don't know i don't know that's that's a hard one <laughs> i know qui-gon would be dope though because like the little bit we got in tales was mm. so good like i want mm -hmm. more maybe um, like some of his missions and like maybe a little bit more on qui-gon and obi-wan's missions and then maybe like obi-wan and satine's kind of dynamic that'd be cool yeah That'd be super cool. Super, yeah. super cool. So one of the main things we'll be talking about today is the Ahsoka show. Now, what have you thought of it so far? Six episodes in. I love it. I think every episode continues to like show up for the show, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, like like cer certain seasons you, ha you have your highs and lows, but I think this one is like consistently like obviously yes. there's episodes like with the Hayden, um, Hayden uh, flashback with Ahsoka, like th that one was like top tier, but I think yeah. it's consistent in what the content that we're seeing. No, for sure. Like. I'm so happy that Dave wrote it all because, like you said, mm -hmm. it's a consistent story the whole way through. Yeah. It all flows. It all makes sense. Like, I haven't felt this satisfied with Star Wars content in a long time. Mm. Like, a long time. It's it's yeah. it's a good feeling to be happy after every week. Yeah, and it leaves you wanting more. You, like, it leaves in the perfect spot, and you have a general idea of where it's going, but you're also, like, what are they going to throw in the next episode? Like, what am I going to be seeing in the next episode? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. No, exactly. So we'll talk about this last episode in a second, but I want to talk again about episode five, that Anakin episode. Cause you're, you're, you big on the clone wars, right? Oh yeah. I love clone wars and rebels. I like rebels slightly more just because it's like a full on narrative, like with new yeah. characters, things like that. Clone wars is great because we see more in depth of, you know, the, first and second episode um or movies so i really like it for that aspect but rebels just because it's more of a narrative but i do love me some clone wars 
So what did you think when freaking Anakin cut the bridge, she mm -hmm. fell, and we're in the Clone Wars? Like, how did you react to that? I freaked out. I'm not joking. So I was sitting on the bed and I would get, I would inch closer and closer with every <laughs> flashback to like the TV because I needed yeah. to be like up and yeah, center. Yeah. Um, I freaked out. I was, I was so excited because, you know, we see the post on Instagram and on social media. We're like, we need a Clone Wars like live action. And that's what yeah. we were getting like years later from 2008. And now it's 2023. And that's what we're getting. Like, it's mind blowing. Yeah, it it was crazy. It blew me away seeing first seeing young snips, then seeing yeah. the clone troopers, the gun the gunships. I'm a sucker for the gunships. The gunships, yeah. That was so wild. But like seeing Captain Rex, like when I first saw him, like the phase one, I'm like, is that Rex? Like I mm -hmm. thought it was Rex. Mm -hmm. But then when we saw him, saw him and he talked, I lost it, man. How'd you feel about seeing Rex? I loved seeing. I wish we could have seen like Tim Tamora Morrison's yeah, face, yeah. yeah, to take off the helmet and talk to Snips. Like that would have been really, really great. I know. I wonder why they didn't do that. Like that would have broke. Like he already broke the internet. The mm -hmm. five seconds of Rex just talking. Imagine yeah. if he would have took it off because they had so many missions together, especially there at the Siege of Mandalore. Siege so of Mandalore was like pivotal, especially like their conversation on the ship, like after order 66 like that that's heavy stuff we should have seen his face i know i know do you think well I, I don't know we only have two episodes left but do you think there's a chance we see old man rebels captain rex Ooh, that's a good question i mean it, honestly it, all like anything's possible i feel like yeah, at this yeah. point because feloni has thrown in everything that we've been like waiting for so i i feel like it's a good possibility i'm also waiting for zev i have very big Yo. questions why hasn't he been shown yet so that that blows my mind because like why mm -hmm. would you go through all that effort making zev and just throwing him in mando for a cameo yeah when, when half the people watching mando had no idea who he was like mm -hmm. exactly so, hopefully it would be dope if we see both of them together and callus like we need asian callus oh man. yeah that'd be awesome i was oh. expecting zeb to be in the fleet that Hera took on the rogue mission to the Bro. to the planet yeah I, I know there was like five x-wings and they were going from pilot yeah. to pilot to pilot mm -hmm. and i was like is zeb the last one yeah nothing nothing i know man. i know so that didn't make sense to me but it know. it doesn't and like I don't know. I still trust Dave, but hopefully mm. we get like a tease, even if it's quick, just so we, we could say, OK, at least he was in it, even if it's like a five second Rex cameo. Like, yeah. So, I mean, we'll we got like a little miniature photo of Kanan on Hera's dashboard. Like and the name drop, we, too. Yeah. Why aren't we seeing why aren't we seeing Zeb? Though we have two episodes to go still. So, you know, that photo is a photo of Freddie Prince Jr., I know. I saw when it's I looked like closer a, at it. Yeah, it's like an old photo of him younger, but they just mm -hmm. photoshopped it. But they used him. That's kind of crazy. So, yeah. in two, in three weeks, he's gonna be out here in Florida at a Spook Gala. So I'm going to get his autograph. I'm gonna ask him. I'd be like, bro, was that picture of Kanan in Ahsoka? Was that you? Like, did because if it was, technically, wouldn't they have to ask like for his permission or? Would they need to ask or like or, or I think so or would they yeah. even like just give him the heads up that hey we're gonna use you so I want to ask him and see what he says um and hopefully he's not like I hate Star Wars because you know he's kind of grumpy sometimes now so I'm kind of gonna feel him yeah. out when he because I'm bringing my Rebels poster for him to sign oh oh nice it's actually right here let's see it 
Oh, so, that's so cool. What the heck? Oh, you've gotten all the signatures from the different characters? I got everybody, but I still need Ashley. I need Kanan and I need okay. Lars. I just got, got Sam Witwer the other day. And then at ICC, I got uh, uh, Zeb, Ezra, Sabine, and Hera. So when, when I see his reaction, when I give him this to sign, I'll see if he's kind of like in a good mood. And then I'll be like, yeah. was that you and Ahsoka? Yeah. Yeah, he can so, be kind of grumpy for sure. I know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. So what do you think of this last episode? I thought it was really great. Like, of course, episode, what is this? Episode six? Yeah. Six, episode, yeah. episode five, obviously, we got Hayden, which is way up there. 10 out of yeah. 10. Flashbacks were great. But I think this one delivered. I love the folklore that we got in this last episode. I love the expand. I love origin stories. So when they yeah. brought up the Dathomiri sisters and like things like that, I was like, that is so cool to have an expansion on that because you know for all of us our understanding is their home world is dathomir but they're yeah. actually coming from a different galaxy like that's mind-blowing it is yeah the, so in the beginning when she said that like this is the home planet of my ancestors mm -hmm. i was like what it's not dathomir like i always thought it was yeah dathomir. yeah so feloni literally made new lore which is so sick and then i don't know if you caught it but when Balin was talking to Shin, he was referring to Ezra as a Bokin Jedi. Yeah. So, I've never heard Jedi referred to that. So my boy Retney's Holocron, he made a video about that because he went nuts looking that up. And that's mm -hmm. new. Filoni made that up. So that's yeah. new lore. So technically Ezra is a Bokin Jedi. Shin is. Technically Luke Skywalker is too. Because Luke didn't train at the Jedi Temple or, or nothing. So like yeah. that's a crazy thing. And I'm wondering like he made that up for some reason. There's going to be more to it than that. Mm -hmm. So that new lore is awesome. And then just seeing uh, Balin and Shin talk, it was cool hearing more of his backstory because, like, I kind of thought he wasn't at the temple during Order 66. Maybe he was somewhere else. He said he saw the temple burning. He was there. Mm -hmm. And he said to Shin that you weren't there. Like, you didn't see it. So, like, that confirms Shin was after and that mm -hmm. he was there like i love that like that world building stuff yeah no i think his character is really intriguing i love seeing their dynamic of shin and balin i i get the gist of it it kind of feels like a qui-gon and obi situation it does but like dark side version of them and, yeah. and balin is he's such a great actor um he's a really intriguing character have you seen that theory um that maybe he's obi-wan's brother like a yeah, wild theory but i, I think that'd I be really that. fun <laughs> at, at first i'm like that's kind of fun but then someone was like uh there's no way they would both be at the jedi temple and walking past each other each day not realizing their brothers like, and i was like feel that connection yeah that's so that's i was true. like that makes sense damn it that's but true. it would have been cool like really cool. super cool i want to know who his master is i'm I, super curious <laughs> i literally was about to say i'm trying to know who his master is because like noah made a dope video saying plo koon which would mm -hmm. be so ironic because plo koon's the one that found ahsoka mm -hmm. and maybe he was there with them yeah um my my other homeboy made a video that uh 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 dooku what if it was dooku what if dooku had another apprentice like a secret apprentice because mm -hmm. he's he's very dooku qui-gon like yeah yeah so I, I, maybe yeah because I feel like Qui-Gon, I haven't read a lot of like the the legends or like 
like novels regarding mm -hmm. like Dooku and Qui-Gon's past, but maybe Dooku had an apprentice after Qui-Gon for a little bit. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know. Yeah, question. it's interesting. I hope that we get to find out who it is and that Dave like reveals it. I don't know. There's a chance they might not, but I'm just dying to know like who his master is, man. Me too. Uh, yeah. So that was dope. Um, the other thing that I liked, well, I kind of before going into this episode, I kind of thought I love Shin. She's crazy. She's toxic. I love it. But <laughs> I thought she was going to like turn to the dark side because I felt she was very savage and was going to turn on Balin and go rogue and go dark. Mm -hmm. But after this episode, like if you rewatch it, the way she reacts to certain things, because one, she was asking a lot of questions about the Jedi Order. Do you miss it? How was it? Right. And she seemed intrigued, like she felt yeah, lost, yeah. like she wanted to be part of something. Yeah. But when Thrawn was like, I want you guys to go and kill them. She was like, you're going to go on your word? Because like Baylor yeah. was like, yes, Grand uh, Grand Admiral. Yeah. And then she looked at him like, what? And then yeah. she side eyed Thrawn mm. almost like she didn't like that. Mm -hmm. So do you think she's going to like turn on Balin? I don't think she's going to turn on Balin. I feel like she might. Not absurd, uh, Balin, but like maybe she's like, cause she's kind of hungry for power, you know, like yeah, she's constantly yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like it's our turn. And like, yeah. Balin's like, no, I'm training you for something more. And I think she has a lot of respect for Balin and trust his judgment, but I feel like maybe her appetite for power might cause her to do something that like goes against Balin's plan. But I don't think that she would like intentionally try and betray him. Yeah. Um, the beginning, I didn't catch it my first time watching it, but, um, did you notice when Hu Yang and Ahsoka were in the Purgle's mouth, he said that I have these, uh, these three Jedi stories or whatever, and Ahsoka was like, the first one is the best. I think that's like a nod to the prequels and her meaning that the Phantom Menace is the best because that's Dave Filoni's favorite movie. Ooh, I didn't, I didn't yeah, catch I didn't, it at all. I didn't catch it. And Will Diamond Figs was like, mm. Filoni's favorite movie is... The Phantom Menace, mm -hmm. and she she said the first one's the best. Mm -hmm. I think he's like hinting at that, which is super cool. I love his little like I guess they're Easter eggs, like in yeah. reference to like yep. his likings. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was dope. And then when he was like in a galaxy far, far away, I'm like, man, that that hit. That hit home. Yeah. So when they first got there and landed on that planet, and we saw the three night sisters looking like night sisters because Morgan's a night sister, but she doesn't mm -hmm. look like what yeah. we know. Yeah. Those three ladies look like Mother Towson, Asajj, yeah. they look crazy. What do yeah. you think when you first saw them? I thought it was so cool. I loved hearing like great mother and I was intrigued. I was like, did mother Towson like resurrect herself? Like did these sisters resurrect yeah. her? Is that like, is that mother Towson? But I think they're completely different. Yeah. But I thought it was so cool to see them live action. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I really like their arc. I wish we learned more or had more episodes with them in the Clone Wars series. So now oh, yeah. that we have like a little bit more origin story for them, I think it's really, really cool. No, for sure. And like, I, hopefully we get a lot more with them. It's kind of crazy. They've been just chilling there with Thrawn, working with Thrawn and like doing magic stuff. Like that's how they got a hold of Morgan was mm -hmm. they were reaching out to her. That's how mm -hmm. she was, you know, figured it out. Yeah. But I loved all that nice sister stuff. It was great. Um, I'm I wonder if that army that was there, like all those stormtroopers, 
They're called night troopers. I didn't have the subtitles on, but everyone that did, they were like, this night is troopers. night troopers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, do you think all those stormtroopers are like night sister magic? I think like a part of them, like a portion of them are because Thrawn oh. says something like in the episode, like we've already lost. They've been dwindling. Since. Yeah, the yeah been we've dwindling. been dwindling. So I think a part of them are like rose from the dead or like basically zombies yeah. like how we saw in clone wars but i think some of them are actually like troopers like for yeah. when they got sent into the next galaxy or whatever yeah i think it's half yeah um when the chimera pulled up i was like yo what you what you think when you saw that bad boy pull up knowing what it was it looked like first i was like wait wait is this you know is this it and then yeah. i saw how like a portion of the wing was kind of like messed up and i was like oh no this this is it yeah and then you can slightly if you listen really carefully to the to the soundtrack you can hear the organ like the slight organ playing and kind of like increasing because that's oh. you know bronze song so i can kind of yeah. hear it and i was like that's it that's it oh <laughs> man yeah that was that was so crazy so after it landed and like we saw the army i was like yo that's crazy but then we see homeboy walking up like a g what did you think of thrawn did you like how he looked did you like how he sound like what were you feeling with thrawn I popped think up he looked great um <laughs> i was watching it with someone and they commented that um he looks like kind of fat like kind of big you got a belly, and I'm yeah. like, bro it's been like 10 years <laughs> like this man has to eat like you get older you gain some weight like leave him be yeah <laughs> but i yeah. think he looks good i think i think the red eyes are pretty menacing i yeah. think like, his posture is very accurate to how thron stands his yeah. voice it's, it's great i think i think he looks good yeah i i was so happy with him like when he pulled up the minute he said his first line, it just felt like I was watching Rebels. It felt perfect. It felt the natural. Really yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah. And then like the red eyes, especially towards the end of the episode when we got the close ups, like it looked like he was looking into my soul. Like mm. they were they were deep red. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so Thrawn was great. It just sucks. We didn't get him till episode six. Like, couldn't we get him a little earlier? Like we're only going to have. Yeah three episodes total if we're lucky of Thrawn which yeah. sucks so that was great seeing Thrawn what do you think when he said to the Nice Sisters at the end I need to use you guys again to use your dark magic again I mean I feel like that's they use their dark magic to reach out to Elsbeth Morgan Elsbeth and then oh. I think and then like the night sisters they're very prone to like bloodshed you know that's I feel like that's what fuels their magic so I think maybe they have to do something in order to communicate to Morgan Elsbeth uh -huh. um and then also probably because they rose the army, like they have some of like their zombie night troopers, maybe they use some magic then. But like, yeah. I'm curious to see like how much of their magic are they going to have to use in these next few episodes? Like, what are, what are they going to be doing, you know? I know, I'm dying to know. And then like in the, the catacombs, it looked like they were bringing up like coffins. Mm. Do, you, do you think those are dead night sisters in those coffins? It has to be. That would be really cool. I didn't think of that. That would be Cause, awesome. Because because Morgan was like, it's going to take us three rotations to clear out the catacombs, that there's a mm -hmm. lot down there. And mm -hmm. we saw the night troopers bringing up what looks like coffins. Mm -hmm. I think they're loading up a bunch of dead night sisters on the Chimera to bring back to Dathomir 
And like, what if they're just going to bring them all back to life on Dathomir? And it's their home world. So like, yeah. they've been around for a while and there's probably a lot of them. Yeah, and... that's that's crazy. So like, hopefully we get to see what's in there. Yeah. I think because um, uh, that the actress that plays Morgan El Elsbeth, she said her and Rosario have a fight scene and it took them like two days to record it. And when they were when they did their fight scene in Mando, it was like 10 hours. This one mm -hmm. was like a couple days. So I think we're going to get a crazy nice sister fight with Ahsoka and Morgan Elsbeth using magic to fight Ahsoka. Ooh, if magic. To, yeah, because the the battle that they did um, in Mando, I felt it was kind of like anticlimactic. I didn't I didn't yeah. feel like it was intense enough. Um, so I'm curious to see if she'll like use her magic and that will kind of like up the battle game. I think so, because I think she wasn't using her magic then just to kind of hide it. But now she's going to be over there. Like, what if, man, imagine if we get a scene where Ahsoka's on the ship and the three other Night Sisters resurrect a bunch of those those corpses mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of them, like, in Fallen Order, just attacking, like, dead Night Sisters just going crazy. That like, would be really, really cool. That'd be so wild. But I'm Because I don't think in Clone Wars Ahsoka ever went to Dathomir, huh? I don't think so. Nah, yeah. there was no reason. I know Obi-Wan and Anakin did, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that yeah, episode. They, they talked they, with Mother Talzin, yeah. Yeah, they did. But um, I don't think Ahsoka ever did. So, yeah, it'd be really crazy to see, like, her reaction and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, Sabine, Sabine, Sabine. Man, what do you think of Sabine so far, like, in the show overall? I get that people find her annoying and like she seems immature. <laughs> I get it. I feel the same way, but I have also like a like contrasting opinion towards it because like she's lost everything. She lost her homeworld. She's lost Ezra, Kanan. Like her she family failed too. at being a Jedi. She lost her family. So like, despite age, I feel like she's asking acting out of desperation and that's what's causing her to be so annoying because when you lean on your desperation you're not thinking clearly like you're just focusing yeah. on your emotions so it's leading her to make all these like really dumb mistakes and make bad decisions so i don't think that it speaks to her character i think it's just to portray how conflicted and sad and desperate she is so it comes off as annoying but i think it's like just like the tip of the iceberg if you get what i'm saying yeah yeah, she, yeah. It, it doesn't bother me as much i know it's bothering a lot of people mm -hmm. um it doesn't bother me that that much i could see some of it because like damn she really did bring them to thrawn but like yeah she's just trying to get ezra yeah and um what was i gonna say i liked her i liked her in this episode when she was getting her ass kicked because i'm glad she isn't all of a sudden superwoman with the lightsaber the force like she, it's real like like you said she's been through all this trauma she hasn't been fighting in five seven eight years however long yeah. it's been so yeah. she's rusty mm -hmm. and those dudes like whipped her ass she barely got out she oh, had to yeah. go through all her weapons go through yeah. her lightsaber so i like that that she's not like overpowered yeah and and when she interacted with ezra it felt natural it felt right it felt like rebels in live action like for real for real i think so too yeah i think their interaction depicted how it was in rebels yeah it, yeah. it was it was yeah it was great so speaking of ezra i called that scene because i'm like she he's gonna pop up behind her and mm -hmm. say hey sabine or something like that 
what do you think first impressions of Ezra Bridger? I think his contacts look a little weird, but I yeah. like his getup. Yeah, yeah, it's a little off. A it's little, like, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of something that like I focus on. Like it's kind of distracting, is, yeah. is how I'll put it. It's a little distracting, but I think his the his mannerisms, like how he'd laugh, like he's still acting like Ezra. Like he's yeah. still a, like a teen or a child, or not like a child, but like he's older. But his actions are still depicting what we saw in Rebels. So I thought he did a good job with that. He did. And the one thing I was going to judge hard was the voice. Cause, like, mm. I mean, I, clearly I've watched Rebels, but like when I went to ICC Con in Nashville, mm. Tennessee, and I met Taylor Gray and I got his autograph, I was, there's maybe like three, four people in line in front of me. And like he was talking to everybody and his voice is Ezra's voice. He doesn't change his voice. So I'm standing in line mm. and all I hear is Ezra talking <laughs> to people. It was amazing. And I even told Aww. him, I even told him, I'm like, bro, you're like regular voices, Ezra. He's like, yeah, I know that. <laughs> like, like that Steve and Hera, they changed their voice. But me, it's just, I'm just talking like this. So yeah. it was so it's cool. Yeah. yeah. So hearing his voice in person is amazing. But hearing this guy on the show, I'm like, it doesn't sound like Taylor Gray, but it sounds like Ezra, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. So it, it, sound, it sounded good. It sounded like an older Ezra for sure. I think that's what I think that's probably what they directed him to go for because it has been 10 years and I, I forget how old he was in Rebels like in the last episode when him and Thrawn went off but mm -hmm. I mean I think that's I think that's the intention to show that he's yeah. grown up a little bit you know so it's gonna it's not gonna be exactly the same but his manner is I think the laughter the way he was laughing with Sabine I thought that was yeah. like on for Ezra. Uh, I wish we would have got more I'm glad that we did get him though, because if we didn't, I already could see tons of theory videos coming out saying that Enoch was Ezra. You know, Enoch, the gold faced stormtrooper. Like yeah. people probably would have been like, "Oh, there's Ezra. He's uh, mind washed there." But that dude was weird. That Enoch dude. I don't know how I feel about him. What'd you think when you saw that gold faced guy? I think maybe it's part of Thrawn's like heritage. Like maybe he helped sculpt the helmet that he's wearing. Oh, okay. Um, like like for the Chiss Empire. Like maybe it's a part of that. I know I was talking um, with someone and we had were discussing the name and Enoch. Like in biblical terms, mean like walking with God. He walked with God, oh, so he's walking with Thrawn. Like you know, wow. yeah, heir to the Empire. So yeah i think his name is cool he's he's an interesting character i think it has to do something with his heritage like the chess empire but it could just be something new do you think there's a person in there or do you think it's like like maroc there's just magic in their smoke the voice is weird yeah the voice it's is very weird. robotic i want it to be a person i'm tired of this like dusty air that we get i know <laughs> But like it's, I feel like it has to be somebody who's important because like he's his right hand man, the leader yeah. of his guard or whatever he said. Yeah. Yeah. So like, who the hell is that person, man? So weird. Yeah. Um, Ezra's outfit. I didn't notice it the first time through because I think I was distracted by his his contacts. But like, yeah, did you little... notice like his shirt? He was wearing like a chainmail underneath like a night type thing yeah so right away like my second watch through i kind of was like that's probably for like self-defense because there's a lot of those raiders out there so maybe that's why but what'd you think of that when you saw it like his little knights of armor stuff i think i think it's more like medieval and i think there's a lot of medieval elements considering uh balin and Shin's outfits you yeah. know and i wonder i wonder why they drew inspiration from like medieval style but I mean, 
I don't know. I, I like it. I don't mind. I like I like the uh, mixture of what we typically see in Star Wars and then kind of implementing more influence from like a medieval time period. I don't mind that. I cannot wait for the glow up whenever he gets back and he gets a fresh Ezra outfit, cleans his hair, shave, cleans up his beard a little bit. I want him to keep the beard, but like clean it up. But he's going to look so much more like Ezra when he gets into like a rebel's outfit like that moment is going to be fire. You know what I'm like slightly hoping for is how we got that parallel scene to when Kanan like cuts off his hair oh, and then we uh -huh. see Sabine cut off her hair. Yeah. What if like Ezra has that same moment where he's like, no, like I don't want to fight anymore or something like that. And yeah. then he finally is like, oh, this is my purpose. And then like cuts his hair. I think it'd be yeah. really cool. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all. Um, do you think, uh, well, do you think we're going to see Ezra with a lightsaber at all or use his old lightsaber at all in the next two episodes? I think he might use it as a last resort. I think we're yeah. going to be utilizing the force and like relying on the force a lot. And maybe he's had a lot of time in the past eight, 10 years, however long it's been to like train more and maybe get in touch more with the force. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see if his powers have progressed mm, since the last yeah. time we saw him. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's going to be crazy. So I know for a fact the next I think the next episode is going to be like episode four because episode four was the one where it was just nonstop fights. Right. Mm. Like they fought in the woods. Then Shin, yeah, yeah. Shin and Sabine and Ahsoka and Maroc and then Balin yeah. and Ahsoka. Like it was nonstop fighting. Right. I, I think seven is going to be like that. I think those either those two squadrons of the zombie troopers or those raiders with Balin and Shin will find them and they'll fight and then they'll fight the next wave and then Ahsoka will pop up and start throwing hands. Like to get back hands. to where Thrawn is and then Ahsoka yeah. is coming and yeah, to meet Thrawn. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fighting and I'm all for it because it's going to be great. I just can't wait to see. Oh, so another thing that was super interesting when Thrawn said to Morgan Elspeth, I need, I need you to find out Ahsoka Tano's, her home planet, her family, her master, everything about her, about her. So clearly it's going to be Anakin stuff. I think we're going to get, I think Morgan's going to get like a hologram of Anakin and play it for Thrawn because there's, there's audio from the trailer that's missing where Hayden said, in this war, it's more than just droids, blah, blah, blah. What yeah. if it's that same training puck from Rebels that Ezra opened up and played and, and and I remember Ahsoka was like, he was a great master in real life. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What if we see that, but in real life with that Hayden? That would be so cool. Just like tying up all these ends from Rebels. Yeah, that, yeah. Would, be, that would be really cool. I want more Hayden content anyway. And any little bit of it I'm excited for. <laughs> I, I have a feeling we're going to get a, a little bit of Hayden sprinkled in both episodes. I think like that hologram that. thing yeah. or, or maybe a small flashback because we need to hear that line and like, I pray we get a force ghost in the finale. Like, give us a force ghost. Like, we got Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. Like, give us Anakin at the end. Just buy snips. Like, something. Something positive. Because I have a feeling the show's not going to end good. What do you think? You, you think it's going to end good? Or the I bad think, guys are going to win? I think the bad guys are going to win because it has to... Like, all of this stuff... Not that it has to, but it's most likely going to tie into the sequels. And I feel like that thing that Balin was referring to, like that more power or something bigger, something bigger oh, than what's yeah, happening, yeah. might be Palpatine. Like, he might oh. be feeling Palpatine, you know? 
Yeah, that kind of makes sense. But Dave Filoni is too good to be mm-hmm. that lazy and somehow Palpatine returned in Peridia. Like, That's I, get what, true. You, I yeah. get what you're saying, but like, what if they don't leave this galaxy? Like, what if they stay stuck there or only some people leave? Because like, say if they go there and they're stuck there, they could be there the whole sequels and it doesn't have to lead to the sequels. Mm, that's true. And then we, maybe we get like an alternate story of like what's going on in another galaxy. Yeah. Oh, and Filo- okay. and Filo- Filoni yeah. will not have his hands ties. Mm. It doesn't have to make the first order, connect to Snow, connect to this. He could literally play in his own sandbox and do what he yeah. wants. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like more. Con- I'd like more new content, but have it be Star Wars, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I guess we'll see. But I, I think, I, I think some people are going to come back and some are going to be stuck. I, I, I don't even know what to think anymore. Dave is just throwing curveballs and doing what he wants. It's so hard to predict. It really is, and I love it. I think I that's that. what yeah. makes for good cinema. You know, yeah. like or you don't, you don't know what's going to happen next. You can't predict anything because it's, it's everywhere. And we have all these different new characters too, which is they're, really and exciting. They're, and they're awesome, Balin mm-hmm. and Shin. Yeah. I'm in love with Shin. I'm in love with her. Like, <laughs> yeah. straight up. It's And Balin, like, it sucks so bad that Ray Stevenson passed away because he deserves all the love. Because, like, at the next mm-hmm. convention he would have been at or celebration, he would have gotten so much love from the fans. He wouldn't know what to do. He wouldn't be able to handle it. He's so, a great actor. He's he really is. good. And I think he makes for a good Jedi. I know he's not considered a Jedi yeah, in this, whatever in this he content, is. Yeah. but... I think I think he's a really good portrayal of what the Jedi used to be. When he was saying to Shin, and you kind of just mentioned it, that you don't feel it. There's something calling me. There's a bigger presence here. Yo, like I think I think Dave is cooking. I think something's going on because like those three uh, mothers, night sisters, mm-hmm. they want to leave. They're bad. Mm-hmm. They're they're working with Thrawn so they could dip. Like, why are they so scared to leave the planet? Why is it just them three? If they're powerful, like, where are your people at? Like, what's going on? Right. I think there's a bigger bad, a bigger villain than Thrawn there. And Balin is trying to find it. I think so, too. I think that's a good prediction. Um, my my first initial reaction was like, oh, it's probably leading to the sequels. But it would be really nice if it was something like an alternate galaxy villain. Like, and then we have more storylines regarding that. Um, yeah. So I- I'm excited to see what Balin is feeling. And I don't know if yeah. Shin was able to tap into it either. I think nah, she's just relying on Balin. She looked, yeah, she looked like a lost puppy. The way she looks yeah. at the way she looks at him, asking him mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. She's, she's lost. She's mm-hmm. super lost. Yeah. But I think that's how it's going to end. Like, Maybe something I, I don't even know anymore. Ah, I cannot wait for the next two weeks, man. I cannot wait. I hope they're mm-hmm. like at least 50 minutes or an hour long. The last two, like, Dave, please let us eat, man. Please. Episode five, this last episode was really, really long. Like, that's how I wanted each episode to be. I know that there's limitations, but this yeah. last episode, not episode six, but episode five with Hayden and Ahsoka, I felt like it was really long. I was expecting it to end when Ahsoka woke up and then we move on to the next episode. But yeah. I really liked that there was a continuation, that it felt long and it felt nice to be able to have that much content in one episode. No, for sure. What uh? What are your predictions for episode seven? Oh God, <laughs> I, <laughs> I have no idea. I think you know Sabine is gonna explain to Ezra 
how she got there. Oh, that's and I not think a good Ezra, combo. Yeah, that's not going to be a good conversation. Um, he's going to get upset at Sabine, obviously, and then forgive her. And then they're probably <laughs> going to make their way back to Thrawn. And then Ahsoka's going to be there. And then, you know, maybe they're going to, like, all team up on Thrawn. Or maybe we get a hint of, like, what this, old, like, bigger power is. And then maybe they start working together i don't know maybe like thrawn ahsoka ezra start working together to like leave the galaxy to fight this like bigger power i don't know oh because thrawn seems like he wants to dip too mm -hmm. like he has the chimera why wouldn't he just fly around this galaxy and, and look at other planets like did he find something that he's scared of mm -hmm. and he just wants to dip so he could be the only badass in the galaxy mm -hmm. yeah Thrawn also he's a savage because when he said uh first when he said to uh, uh Shin and Balin that go kill uh, Ezra after they find each other I'm like yo this guy that's Thrawn mm -hmm. but then when he said to Morgan like he, he was like even if they find Ezra and Sabine whether they kill them or not we'll leave them I don't care we'll about your mercenaries yeah that was so savage that's oh, Thrawn, though. I know. But he When he has a goal and he has a mission, that's all that matters. Everyone else is just casualties. <laughs> I loved every moment of Thrawn. I wanted more of that chubby guy, that chubby blue guy. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. It was great. Oh, so good. Now, um, after these two episodes, though, we're going into the dark times. There's not going to be nothing until maybe mid-2024. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> Rewatch Ahsoka over and over and over again. <laughs> that that's true. I I've rewatched every episode multiple times. The Anakin episode I watched every day for the whole week, from that Tuesday to the next <laughs> Tuesday. Like I just woke up every day, watched it. It puts me in such a good mood for the mm -hmm. day. It's like your morning cup of coffee. Like yeah, it gives, it gives you so going. much energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you been rewatching it uh, a lot or no? Um, I've been rewatching like clips, and then I know that some of the um, behind the scenes uh, mm, clips have been coming out, and yeah. I've been rewatching that a lot because I love seeing Hayden talk and like yeah. you see him like helping Filoni direct, like he's giving his two cents in it. And I think uh, not that he did a bad job in the prequels; that's what he was directed to do. But maybe if he had more of his voice during mm -hmm. that time, I think oh, yeah. he would have liked. And m more people would have liked him initially at first. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So do you, uh, where do you rank Ahsoka in live action shows? Is it your favorite live action Star Wars? Or is it like Mando? Or what, what's, what, what, what? Uh, it's my favorite. Yeah? It's definitely my favorite, yeah. yeah. I liked Andor. And this oh, last season. Oh, not Andor! <laughs> oh, <laughs> I liked and I like not all of it. I like the second half of it, like after the jail portion. Uh -huh. um, but Ahsoka is definitely my favorite. Like we got all our great characters back. I love seeing Hayden. I'm a huge Ahsoka fan. Yeah. And yeah, then also Rebels. Like after I watched Rebels, I started looking up. I was like, when is the next season coming out? Yeah. And Nothing. there was no next season. Yeah. So this is this is the best uh, series I've seen so far, like live action. I think I would put it at the top. So bef one. before Ahsoka came out, was Andor was your favorite live action show? Um, I think season one of Mando would be my favorite. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, good. I was a little worried there. <laughs> oh man, I oh. liked Andor for what it was. It was different. It it's not like it our was. typical Star Wars. But if I had to pick, I would say season one of Mando when it came out. That was oh, really of course. Good. 
Um, yeah. So how long into Ahsoka did you realize it was your favorite live action show? Like how many episodes did it take for you to be like, this is the best? I think the second episode. By the second nice. episode, I was like, yeah, this is, yeah. this is going in the direction. Yeah. I, I think for me, I think it was I think it started in the third, but I think the fourth episode locked it in because that fourth episode was 10 out of 10 banger before they showed Anakin and they did they, they just dropped the mic with Anakin at the end. I was I was I started tearing up. I couldn't I couldn't finish my reaction video. I was so shocked because there were no leaks that Anakin was going to show up in this episode. It was always episode five. So that after that, I'm like, this destroys all other live action shows. For sure. Yeah. yeah, I thought I thought after episode two, I was like, no, this is I, I love Hewing. I love how he oh, brings the, the element from you know the Jedi. Like he has all this knowledge. And like every time I see him, all I think about is him helping younglings build their lightsabers. And I think it's so precious. <laughs> it is. I, I always think of the episode where he's saving the younglings, they're running in a hallway, and his leg gets shot off, then his arm gets shot off at his head. And there's three younglings carrying all his body parts while he's <laughs> hopping away. Yeah. So, yeah, he was in a bunch of episodes. He's mm -hmm. he's the best. And, and I love David Tennant. I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. Mm. So he voices him and like, oh, it's, it's the best. It's he does the a best. good job. And also, I think it was the first the first episode, we got the same guy who voices the mayor of... Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Uh, oh. I don't I forget the, his name, the, but it's the, yeah, the same the, actor. The it, it is. You know who else he voices? No. That's Savage Opress. No way. Yeah, so the minute I saw him, I'm like, Savage. He he's the voice actor of Savage. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up this clip real quick. Hold on one second. Oh what? There's a clip with Sam Whitwer in the in the booth recording sessions with uh with him like doing savage stuff oh let me see if i can find it but um he is savage oppressed he voices him i am i'm so shook right now i don't know how i did yeah. not know this is it in this one oh man i don't know if i'll find it wait is that it oh here it is here it is i found it okay hold on let me share the screen share the screen and show you this but yeah so the minute i saw him i'm like savage everyone else was like oh he's the actual mayor i'm like oh yeah he is but no so uh let's let this ad finish ruining my video <laughs> but so they're in the booth determination to assert himself on the galaxy so you just kind of mix all that up where is it at i Come just oh. <laughs> His mind is, is also shattered. His body is is yeah. in pieces, and yet he has this, he voiced this determination to us. Is, is there more? James. Oh, here we go. I was apprenticed to the most powerful being in the galaxy once. I was destined to become so much more, but I was robbed of that destiny by the Jedi, by Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> must have your revenge, my brother. Yes, we shall start with revenge. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 
So the minute I saw him, I was like, Savage, right away, right away. He also was in Mando season two, the prison break with Bill Burr. He was the guy with the horns. Oh. With Mando's crew that that he had to help Bill Burr and their crew. Well, that might have been season one, but he was he was that guy too. But yeah, that's Savage Opress. Wow. I almost like started tearing up seeing Sam. Where are the boob? He's oh. so great. I love him. I love him so much. He like I met him again a few days ago. If he's ever at any show and I'm by, I'm 100% going and getting an autograph. I don't care if I have every mall figure I have autographed. Just meeting him and talking to him. Have, have you ever met him before? No. I've never met him before. Oh. I've seen a lot of his interviews. I love how passionate he is about Star Wars. I love that he's even given uh, Filoni a few pointers like about the character and about Star Wars itself. Yep. Like, yep. I love. I played Force Unleashed. I love Force Unleashed. Amazing. He he's just he's so knowledgeable and so passionate about Star Wars. So I love I love seeing him work. <laughs> yeah. No. If he's ever by you at a convention or a show, you have to go. It's oh, it's it's such a dope experience because like I asked him a question. So when I went up, you probably mm -hmm. saw the video. I sent it in the group chat. I think so. yeah. But I, I asked him a question about a, like, would you would you want to see a Tales of the Sith with a young Maul being trained by Palpatine? And this man just went off like, well, you know, there's this story with Mother Talzin and then there's this story and then there's this story and none of it's ever been told. I'd like to see like he just went off on crazy lore. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, he's oh. He's the you man. know what would be really cool if maybe he made he like produced and helped direct like his own Star Wars show. I and would doing... love it, man. Ah, oh, that would be so cool. It would be so cool. Oh, so freaking <laughs> cool. But that's pretty much everything I have. Do you have anything coming up next? Any new merch coming out soon that we can keep an eye on? Oh, I mean, I'm starting to. So I took like a huge hiatus because I was like moving and whatnot. Um. So I'm trying to get back into the content game. Um, nice. I want to do a few streams because it just hit like my one year anniversary for having my shop open. So I'm thinking nice. of maybe like dressing up in a cosplay and watching like episode two or one <laughs> nice. and just like live streaming and just talking about it. Um, yeah. But more designs, um, definitely inspo from Rebels just because of what we're getting. And then just, yeah, I think more designs coming out probably maybe like once a month every couple of weeks i don't know it, right. it's hard to like release it but um i do have to work on my thank you cards because i got a few purchases so i have to be sending that out soon but yeah nice. a few more designs you'll see some like funny really dumb reels from me um and yeah maybe like a live stream of watching one of the prequel movies nice awesome all right guys yeah. so definitely check her out i'm gonna put the link down in the description check out her store but that's gonna be it for this episode of sift talk we'll see you guys next week bye guys